Quiet on set. Rolling. Action. Well, hi. Welcome to our podcast. This is the first time recording. So, my name's Caitlin. And my name is Sebastian. And we're both from Les University. That is in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, back in the United States. Well, back for us. <laughs> if it's Massachusetts, they already know it's in the United States. Well, who if, what if someone doesn't know where Massachusetts is? I'm pretty sure everyone knows where I Massachusetts know. is. Anyways, um, <laughs> welcome to our podcast. We are digital filmmaking majors, if you wanted reference as to what our personalities could possibly be like. And we're both entering into our junior year right now. Are you saying that being filmmakers is a personality trait? It can be for some people. I don't know if it is for us. I don't know if we fall into that stereotype. But just by saying that we're film majors, we've already established a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we are right now in, in London, in the United Kingdom. We decided to come here for a semester abroad from college. Uh, so right now we're going to college in... Uh, London Theatre Academy through FSU? Well, it's the Theatre Academy of London, to be more specific, but it's through <laughs> Florida State University. I know that that can sound kind of weird, but I promise you it's like a legit university here in London. FSU is just sort of the, I don't know, person that planted the university <laughs> here. Um, but all of our teachers um, live here. It sounds by their accents that they were all also born here and grew up here in this country. Well, I know some of, well, yeah, yeah. in the United yeah. Kingdom, at mm-hmm. least. I know some of them are from Wales and... True, well, but coming from America, all accents can sound decently similar. I'm sure as we get, we stay here longer that we'll be able to understand where each person could be from. Anyways, we want to tell you a little bit of a how we got here and what the process was to just like come to the UK because it was not easy but it was easier than than going to the United States from an immigrant country or for a foreign from a foreign country anyways so uh, both of our processes were similar I'm actually a Colombian uh, citizen I'm a US resident but they so my process was different because I was applying as a uh, Colombian citizen, but Caitlin had to apply uh, as an American citizen, which is a little bit of an easier process, I want to say. It was a significantly easier process than what you had to go through. (laughs) Uh, But pretty much it's just like applying for a visa online and uh, that process is not that hard. Then it gets tricky because you can either pay for them to do everything for you or you can just do it yourself and save a good buck. and by doing everything, we obviously mean sending in all of your paperwork that you need to send in to prove that you're, you know, not trying to overstay or something, that you're coming in for a legit reason. We had to prove that we were going to school. That was the main thing. Yeah, like I know you had to just send like a couple of emails and, and that's pretty much it. I literally took screenshots of emails that the school sent me saying that I was like accepted. And they took that as like, yeah, we'll give this girl a visa. I I still... I feel like that was stupid, but I don't know. Maybe that's me. It's just me. I'm underestimating how easy that process would be for me. Because then I tried that myself, just like sending the same exact emails that she sent, but I was turned down. Like they, she literally told me that I 
I was not accepted and I had to reapply the same exact day that I got denied. And once I reapplied, I lose and like job letters and bank statements and I sent a, a bunch of different documents and for them to actually accept me and my visa. So it was a little bit more complicated. And actually the second time I had to pay $500 instead of the $100 that I had paid previously. And so it was a lot of money, but it was for a faster process in theory. Faster process <laughs> in quotation marks because it took you a long time still yeah, to even to get like, an answer. I had to call the United Kingdom multiple times to be like, hey, what's my process going? What's the process right now? Like, where is it at? And it was just like really stressful for me. But overall, as you may notice, we were both here. <laughs> we we did make it. I I ended up coming here a week early, um, which was unfortunate. I wish I guess I could start talking about now. <laughs> um, we were supposed to fly in together, seeing as you know we both from the same school. It would have just been easier just to get established together. But his visa still wasn't here by the time that our flight was scheduled, so he had to push his flight back, and then I. I just had to go by myself because the week that we needed to arrive was like when we would get picked up from the airport. We had different walking tours planned through um, the school. We had we had just stuff that I really wanted to experience. And I didn't, I know this sounds bad, but I didn't really want to wait for him to come to experience that. Wow. So <laughs> no offense, but I just, I really wanted to have afternoon tea pretty much and go to that walking tour. So anyways, I came a week early. Um... And that was pretty daunting because, you know, I opted out of the housing that was given because it cost way more than I was willing to spend. So I have to move into my own apartment by myself with sort of like this no no really guidance from the school about like how I should go about it because I opted out of their housing. So I have to sort of figure it out on my own. I had to figure out where you know, the nearest grocery store was, I had to figure out how to even get to my apartment because obviously I can't just Uber all of the time. And that was super daunting, especially when like I had to leave my apartment. That in itself was terrifying because I was just like convinced that I was going to be like a part of like um, a Taken movie, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Just end up in that plot line and that was horrifying. I know if there was ever time I needed to leave the apartment, I would try to be back like even before six o'clock because I did not want to be out even when it was a touch bit of darkness outside. It was just like not a good situation. It was a really hard week. Just, you know, like just waiting for him to come because I was under the assumption that I would just, you know, sort of be like helped around through the city by Sebastian as sort of like a bodyguard, you know, (laughs) but I came by myself. So that was a little daunting but I survived and then you know I was able to actually show him around the city which was a lot of fun um the city overall is is pretty cool the trains aren't all that different from the ones that we experienced in Boston they're a little bit more complicated because there's what like there's nine like a thousand lines, more lines a thousand more lines I guess there's, there's so many more lines more. and yeah. yeah it can be a little bit confusing and oh my word the buses are the most difficult thing that I've ever no, been a part of they are. You haven't been on a bus here yet. You don't know the, the pain that I went through because they don't tell you what stop you're at. And then my GPS lost me. That's another story for Honestly, another I have a lot of experience with that because coming from Colombia, you also have to wave at the buses. And it's actually a little bit harder than here because they'll stop for you anywhere. You don't have to actually be at the stop. And it, but you have to wave them even if you're at the stop. 
for them to stop for you because there's so many bosses that not every single line is going to stop for you and be like oh are you coming into my line or did i stop for nothing so you have to wave at them and then you mm -hmm. have to just actually go up to uh, the driver and be like hey can you just leave me here in the corner <laughs> well that that's sort of like how the buses are here like because there's so many buses you have to like wave it down but obviously if you know what bus you're taking you know what line it is so you just sort of can just know what stop they're gonna stop at obviously if my gps wasn't terrible i would have figured it out better but my gps data just doesn't really like some parts of london because <laughs> i guess the signal is trash in some parts of london so yeah. it got disconnected so going back to uh, how we got here my process uh, at the airport uh, was pretty easy i mean i paid for my luggage uh, beforehand But funny enough, I paid a couple of times and he kept saying that it was rejected or denied. Um, but when I checked my bank account, the payment went through all three times. So I still have to call British Airways and be like, hey, can you give me my money back? It was what, like 80 something dollars each time? Well, no, it was 130. Oh, even worse. Each okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, no, you still... I thought I've been reminding you to do that, but I guess not. <laughs> no, I'll do that um, soon. Haven't, hasn't been that long. I feel like you can't move to another country without something going wrong. Yeah. I just feel like a lot more than the usual went wrong for <laughs> us getting here. But but honestly, it know. got to the point that it was just like, we know we have to go through some hard situations to actually get there. And it's just what happens. Yeah, so we just dealt with that pretty easily uh, after you. after the fact. <laughs> you dealt with that pretty easily. I was over here just freaking out every day. It was <laughs> one of the weirdest and possibly worst things that I've ever been through mentally. But I guess we'll talk about that at another time. <laughs> Moving on to how, how life has been. Um, we started classes about two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago on a Monday is when we finally started our classes. Um, and we're actually doing theater. We're not doing film oh, yeah. this semester. I feel like we should we should probably explain why. So we decided to go in theater. First of all, because when we're looking... Because we've been planning this uh, abroad trip for a while now. Over over a semester we're planning in for. Uh, so uh, at the moment of picking what college we wanted to go on, we were looking at the options through different websites, uh, such as API, which is the third party program that brought us here to London uh, and we we're looking at different options in different countries. I remember Czech Republic was an option. They actually had filmmaking over there and then Australia was a different option but it just came down to the cheapest best option uh, which was theater and we didn't really mind it because theater has a lot of it's like the bare bone basics of how filmmaking was created as art Uh, yeah. So we decided to go for theater just to like see the acting part or of what we do as filmmakers and just understand what the actor has to go through when they're put in front of the camera. I know it's a little bit different with theater because you're not in front of a camera, but you're in front of an audience nonetheless. And actually, since you have to do it perfectly the first time or deal with the problems the first time and without the audience, the audience noticing the problems, it actually helps us more because we're in the mindset of a actor that is dealing with the pressure of uh, improvising or doing everything uh, right the first time so just having ourselves into that mindset that we're that person personally i want to go out uh, out as a director so once i graduate i already know how to work with people and uh, how to work with actors uh, because i've been through that experience 
obviously one semester is not gonna do it uh, fully but it's really gonna get me started on how to understand the mindset of an actor I don't know how you feel about um, your reason, your personal reason why you did decided to do theater personally for me I I sort of even just in general came into college under this assumption that like I I know that the industry is going to be hard it's going to be hard to get fully established it's going to be hard to sort of keep up with this sort of I don't know paycheck every week because <laughs> you can either do contract or you can work for like a union depending on what you even want to do um and I'm very much like obsessed with breaking down my future into how things are going to be able to be possible so I came into college with this agreement with myself that I was going to try to learn as much as I physically can in four years so that I'm as equipped as possible to take on whatever job is out there um obviously I do have like things that I'm interested in like I'm more interested in you know like the makeup production design side of things um than say cinematography but doesn't mean I'm not still going to take a class in cinematography um just as like an example so doing theater just is sort of I guess you could call it sort of like another route for me to take like because yeah because either industry is so you know saturated with people that I wanted to stand out and have this knowledge so that I can take whatever job is out there for me um I know obviously like LA is sort of like the place to go um and that's where like I'm hoping I could end up right after college but I don't know what's gonna happen in LA I don't know if LA is gonna be like the place I'm gonna stay I don't know I just don't know how to find a job in the industry yet so I want to make sure that like I have all this knowledge and all this wealth of knowledge to be able to you know have a career that I'm really proud of and have one that's really cool I don't yeah. want this really boring career where I just end up being like a coffee intern mm -hmm. my whole life or doing something that I just don't really care about. Um, I feel like that's the main reason yeah. why we decided to go for filmmaking to begin with because mm -hmm. it's like a nine to five at an office that didn't actually fulfill our desires. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just not what we wanted as a person. Yeah. Uh, actually, to introduce us uh, to what's next in our journey here in London, and we're going to be talking about a little bit of... Because we had two weeks of um, classes so far already. Uh, so right now we have a recording of uh, two weeks ago, the, ex the day before we started classes. And so we're going to play that for you guys a little bit. Um, and then we'll see you back in a little bit. How are you feeling about the first day of school? Well, I think... <clears throat> I'm not really scared. I'm pretty much prepared. And I mean, that's what I came here for. And it's been nice to just chill and relax a little bit, but I am quite ready to start class tomorrow. How do you feel? I have a lot of gripes with how they're running things. How It's like pretty much we're like out of the like map yeah because like we're going through a third-party provider right so even though we're going through florida state university they have separated us from florida state university so we're sort of on our own anytime... uh, hey, it's not any it's not a problem with the 
third-party provider itself is more the problem of Florida State University here in London. Yeah. Because API is just trying to do their best. Mm-hmm. API has no involvement in how classes go. Yeah. They just get us to London and keep us alive. That's pretty much what they're designed for. And that's why we didn't pay them as much as I'm sure Florida State paid for their program because they're also paying I for think I remember classes. seeing the email of like, oh, you have to pay. And I think it was like somewhere around $13,000 which is like above than what we paid. I thought they paid for like 14,000. Yeah, something like that. And then like fees or something like that, which is Leslie tuition? Cuz we paid 9,000. We because... paid 9,000 plus fees, which ended up being like $11,000. Yeah. But honestly, I would recommend going through a third-party provider cuz they are getting uh, some good excursions, but we're getting a bunch of excursions every single month. Yeah, definitely. I know. I just I don't have any syllabi, and we start class tomorrow. I'm not sure I if have, they have a syllabi. They probably do, but I'm not sure if they I don't do. know. They want every single person in the acting Shakespeare class to come to the same class on Monday. For some reason. Well, they said it's a one-time occurrence. I just I'm not particularly down for that because I wasn't expecting that to happen, and I don't know why you can't just have a syllabi day for your sessions like normally yeah i guess also they didn't tell us where or how to get to our classes yet they're expecting well that's why they want us to meet with them at night yeah but i would wish that like we have been able to like tour i think the 99 before we see it and have to go to class there for the first time you know because all the students that live in FSU can access those buildings and can technically probably walk around with no problem but we on the other hand because we don't live with the FSU students and in that building we haven't had access to it at all we're gonna get our key cards tomorrow that are gonna like you know like let us into the building um which probably means that we can get free food just saying I have no idea all I do know is that I feel completely unprepared because i don't even know what the classroom looks like i barely know how to get there i've never actually been to the building before because you know? we didn't want to <laughs> yeah but also we couldn't get into it we didn't have an id yeah, we didn't have any way to enter into it the fsu kids only just moved in this week you know so i guess it's we have just... the upper hand but it wasn't really much communication with us they told us the day before or the day of orientation welcome event thing that there wasn't anything we had to do and then everything we had to do is for tomorrow like i don't know i almost feel like we're kind of like a second thought on their mind which i mean i guess i understand but it just kind of leaves us in the dust quite a bit i'm still excited though i hope classes go well i hope I hope it's what I think it is because I took a Shakespeare class in middle school um, and we we like highlighted like the different plays and their significance what they talked about we did projects on them we learned how to read Shakespeare which is hard enough in itself you've done that sort of thing which well me coming really from know. Colombia the closest thing I have to Shakespeare was reading Romeo and Juliet I think in 11th grade Everyone when I was a junior. Everyone and Juliet. Um, yeah, no. I expect it to be more like that. But then obviously it's acting techniques. So I wonder if it's going to be more performance. Physical, yeah. Yeah. 
And that's the first class of the day. And The <laughs> second one is the boring one, probably. I expect it to be like a history class. It's introduction to theater in London. That's just... <laughs> you could just imagine. <laughs> history. Hopefully no textbook situation. Probably a lot of reading. Probably a lot of sections on Shakespeare and his importance to the theater world. I can only imagine. I don't want to read Shakespeare. I don't want to read. <laughs> Probably we're going to have to be reading um, screenplays and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But much more than that, I don't think we're really going to go in depth into like reading books for plays. Maybe they'll be like... I don't know. Because it's not literature. We are playwriting class. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we're going to have to read books. We're going to have to write plays. But in order to write a play, you should know how a play is written by reading them. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, but like read plays, not books. I guess. Plays are different. We do like reading scripts because we're film majors. I like making the voices. That would, that would be fun, yeah. <laughs> you know, it'll be really fun what? for one of our. Maybe we'll do it one time, a what? couple of times, one time a day. <laughs> we can just grab one of the random, pick one script at random that we've written. And just like make voices and assign characters to each other. Make like an animatic at the very end or something. <laughs> well, that is really animatic. Just like assign voices to each other and read it without reading it before. I know, but animatics are just sure. like a storyboard. Sure. You just draw the storyboard and then you have voices and sound effects. The thing the is that some scripts that I have are a little longer to make an animatic. It might be a little much. But it could be fun. It could be fun. And it could be something to show our film professors, say that we did something film-related <laughs> while we were in London. Like, oh yeah, look, we had to do this. This is totally what we had to do. <laughs> they ask us to do animatics for it. <laughs> like, oh, here, here's my assignment that I just did last night. <laughs> what do you think of stage combat? It's going to be interesting. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Everyone is excited for it. It's like, come on, It's combat. It's class you get to pretend to beat each other up and get a fancy certificate at the end of it. Oh, yeah, I completely forget that you're going to get a certificate. Well, we're going to get a certificate for it. Exactly. We're going to be certified stage combatants. <laughs> combatants. I don't actually know what the term is. Fighters. <laughs> All I do know is that the moment that I learn how to do skate stage combat and that sort of thing, I want to do that in my senior thesis. I want to have violence. I want to have a fight scene just to prove that I learned something from my trip in London even more. Having a successfully done fight scene, I would be amazing. I'm so excited. I hope you're my partner. Oh, really? I, I do hope that you're, I'm your partner. It'd be so much fun to try I'm to kill each other. I'm going to physically beat someone up. <laughs> I would love to pretend to stab you with a rapier. <laughs> That'd be really fun. Okay, we're back. Uh, so right now, uh, after that debrief from uh, how we think classes are going to go and what we're expecting from classes for these first couple of weeks, we're actually going to talk uh, about how classes went for the past two weeks. So, I don't know if you want to start with the first class. Well, I just want to say from the get-go, I still don't have really any syllabi. (laughs) Um, That that apparently is not a thing, really, that they are focused on. I remember even one of our teachers saying that he doesn't expect us to read the syllabus at all. I don't think any teacher does. Maybe not. I know my intro to theater teacher does, but (laughs) anyways, that was... um, 
it's something that I'm used to in American schools is having the syllabi, you know, listed out what's going to happen. For no reason. Whether or not the teacher actually follows it, that's another story. But I'm used to it. Apparently, that's not really a thing that they really care about <laughs> all that much. Um, but yeah, so we started school on a Monday. Um, the earliest classes that we have is at 9 a.m. I don't know if that's the same for everybody else that goes there, but our earliest classes are 9 a.m. Um, to 12 p.m. So that's what, like, three, four hours-ish, depending on however long the teacher actually wants to go. Um, well, no, it's usually three hours. Solid. But they <laughs> can sometimes go over. Um, I've heard that some of our teachers like to go over. Um, but So we started off with our acting techniques Shakespeare class. Um, and... I don't know about you, but I find that class to be very interesting. Um, I know a lot of it is going to be acting, like acting out Shakespeare scenes, Mm -hmm. which is going to be so bizarre for me because I don't feel like I can act at all. The first couple of weeks (laughs) started a little slow and boring because he actually mentioned it himself. Like this is actually something that does happen because he has to go through the basics Mm -hmm. of like who Shakespeare was and... uh, why he's important and whatnot. So the first couple of classes were actually a lot of talking, but that's like the normal. So afterwards, we're going to start acting more starting Mm -hmm. next week. So that's actually pretty exciting for me at least. What's been nice about those two is it's not like a a lecture with a PowerPoint thing that I'm sure a lot of people are used to. We actually sit in a circle. Um, He just sorts of just sort of goes into it, asks us a lot of questions. Um, but he, you can clearly see that it's not... He's just sort of, like, talking to us about something that he finds fascinating. And I feel like that's really all that it is. And we can always ask, like, questions here and there. And it's crazy, because um, whenever we start a different topic, he could mm-hmm. completely cut the last topic off and just go on about something completely different. Yeah, you can tell that he, he clearly is interested in shakespeare um and i feel like i'm i've learned quite a bit about yeah. different things that shakespeare references to because that, that's what he's really focused on is like you don't really understand shakespeare not because the language is so much different than what we speak now but also he makes all of these references mm-hmm. to things that we no longer have a context for um so i think that's really interesting we might talk about that more later on when we actually start like reading shakespeare which um, we actually got a couple of books already. Yeah, we bought A Midsummer's Night Dream and Antony and Cleopatra, both of which we have not started reading yet. <laughs> but um, it just seems like a fun class. It's very interesting. I would not want to live in Shakespearean time because mm-hmm. that sounds terrible. Um, but pretty pretty fun class overall. Not, not too shabby. Um, we can go on to our Tuesday class. Well, no, we can go into our very first class... Oh, which is right. Intro to Theater in London. I keep forgetting about that class just because it's a weird setup. Like, I never know what I'm walking into with that class. But there's Intro to Theater in London. Um, so far, it's been a bit of, like, just talking about what happened the past week. Because we have to go through uh, two plays yeah. pretty much every week. And so we've seen a couple of plays already. Uh, so the last cl- the first class, we just went to uh, the British Museum. Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the first class and then the second class we just talked about a play that we saw the the week pr- uh, prior to it which was paradise uh, by kate tempest but other than that that class hasn't really shown 
much of what's gonna happen afterwards it's just i just yeah. know that there's a, a lot of people well everyone needs to have a presentation mm-hmm. on a different play throughout the um, the semester so other than that i don't know what class what that class is gonna entail i came into that class assuming that it was gonna be like a, a history of theater kind of like what we're learning about about shakespeare and what he wrote in but it's literally just showing us plays and taking us to plays around London that are currently being performed like right now they may not be plays like the fun ones quote-unquote like the big grand musicals like Hamilton or Wicked or something um but it's still things that are being actively shown to the London audience right now that's all this class is really um but actually just putting you in that spot of you're going to see these things exactly yeah but it, it has been like decently fun um like you said we saw a play called paradise by k tempest um that was based off like greek plays it was based um, off of a sophocles play yeah. called philoctetes mm-hmm. uh, which is 400 ad it was what what did they say it was like written before christ was born yeah. if that gives you context about how old this play is but it was adapted to a modern context so it made a lot of references to like starbucks and modern day issues and instead of being and... like from the roman empire they actually just like it was military men mm-hmm. and yeah i mean it was a, it was an interesting play that we might be able to talk about later on yeah <laughs> um but yeah, since they're all plays, I don't think we're listed to see any musicals at all. But I guess that can be interesting. And they're plays that I guess not a lot of people have heard about, so you might get something more out of it. I know we saw another play called Camp Siegfried, um, which is based on a true oh, I story. Oh, about that one, yeah. Um, yeah, it was set in Long Island, I'm pretty sure, where there was like an actual camp there that inadvertently in the 1930s was training young german citizens of the u.s to be nazis um so that was an interesting play we could talk more about that i know we're going to talk about it on monday because we have presentations on it um but that's really all that class is is just sort of talking in class discussing what we liked or didn't like about the play and then just going to see another one later on not even necessarily on monday like i know we have a random play we have to see on tuesday Tuesday, i have to see a play this friday at the globe theater so it's like (laughs) You know, it's just kind of all over the place, but it, I think it'll be fun. Um, now, yeah. Tuesday class is the one that I am always excited to go to. Cause... It's so fun. Okay, so our teacher is a clown teacher, and I don't mean that as like an insult. Like, he actually he is actually like training is clown. clowns, and he's like an actual clown <laughs> guy. We literally just play summer camp games. Like, we've played Steal the Bacon. Um, I don't know, I don't know what this game is called, but it's like, you leave one chair open, and a person has to, like, walk and try to take that chair, but everyone has to prevent the person from stealing mm-hmm. the chair, that probably has a name. And actually, um, I feel like that might be a common game for theater. Maybe, Because we yeah. also did it during Shakespeare class on the second week, mm-hmm. and they kept explaining us how movement is a lot of, like, uh, being confident and following your impulse, mm-hmm. and... We played in two different classes, which makes me think that it's something that uh, theater professionals actually do to train sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it feels like I'm just playing a bunch of like random games that don't make a lot of sense. But maybe they're going to be sort of a, here's what you're supposed to learn at the hmm. end of all of this for the end of the semester <laughs> or whatever. Um, but it has been really fun. On that note, though, <laughs> um, something happened during my Tuesday class that I might as well share. Um, I ran into a wall. I guess that's the most blunt way of saying it. Um, we were playing a game, 
and it was steal the bacon. Um, and I have been trying to tag this girl because she kept getting the bacon before me, right? Um, I could not tag her. So the third time my number gets called and I go run after her, I tag her, but my body kept going. Mind you, she keeps running to this one part of a wall. Um, so I would just run, like instinctively just start running over to her because I knew she would end mm. up over there. Um, but yeah, so I tag her, but my body keeps going forward. And I immediately just fell into this wall. I landed as hard as I physically could onto my knees and my elbow completely. I thought it went through the wall, but apparently construction is so good that that's not really a thing that happens. Well, it's um, because construction is different here. It's not like yeah. empty walls as in the U.S. It's probably like cinder block or something. Yeah. Either way, my elbow immediately started turning a bluish color. And it's like currently like this greenish... A little bit of yellowish bruise. She thinks the color changes every day. I believe it, okay? Because there's no way the color doesn't change every day. Anyways, I started bleeding on my knees. I had a welt form. Um, the day after, I woke up and my thighs like just hurt every time I moved them. My, my forearms hurt. I even got out of bed this morning um, and heard two separate times where my hip where the part of my hip and my thigh bone connect a large popping noise, making it severely painful, um, even worse to walk. I don't know what I did. I probably did do something bad, but I can still walk at the end of the day. But now... I don't know. I think that actually is a perfect segue into our <laughs> Wednesday class, which is where I think you actually got more hurt, hurt. <laughs> with your like the rest of your body yeah so if tuesday wasn't bad enough we have stage combat every wednesday at nine o'clock in the morning Don't say bad enough i love these classes yeah but for me it was bad because i had just gotten injured <laughs> the day before we have stage combat and i know immediately what you're thinking Ooh, interesting you are correct it is one of the most fun classes. Do you want to talk about it well it's fun if you can keep up with it there's yes. a lot of like physical and like just you have to continuously be moving around and mm -hmm. there's little to no time to actually just stop and breathe and and it's pretty much right now where it where it is out right now is uh, we're learning how to move around with swords with actual swords well it's fencing swords <laughs> so they're more thin and probably not as heavy as they could be yeah but like that's for right now at least mm -hmm. uh, so that's where it's at right now and uh, we were thought the basic post, eh, post, post posture posture <laughs> the basic posture that you have to keep when eh, when you have a sword in your hand and when then you have a dagger in the other hand and now we're being taught at the end of the last class we were taught how to like move it around eh, to defend yourself from the other opponent mm -hmm. eh, and we know things like how to advance how to retrieve how to eh, hasha that's how you're describing that hasha <laughs> yeah it's pretty much it's pretty much sword fighting but obviously choreographed sword fighting so every move is already planned out um especially in the sense of like you sort of have to get into this mindset of like i want to hurt the other person mm -hmm. <laughs> um or at least play it off like you're trying to um that way you can be more you know serious with your actions even though it's improvised actions as of right now it's still very much following a set of moves, but they make sense. Like, we know how to, like, block the sword. We know 
how to sort of attempt to strike. We haven't done anything with the dagger yet. Mm-hmm. It's more just the main sword. It's just there. Um, it's just there for right now. Um, and he also yeah. said that we may or may not be having a, an arm fighting, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And I know at the end of the semester, we have the opportunity to get certified if we have like the right qualifications for it. Because, we have to do a performance, I'm pretty sure, yeah. to get that. Because our uh, stage combat professor is actually an instructor uh, that can give certifications mm-hmm. and whatnot. She's a certified fight director um, in and she the actually theater does industry. She directorial uh, performances, mm-hmm. fighting performances for different plays. Yeah. And I think she mentioned Romeo and Juliet at one point. I'm not sure. Yeah, I honestly can't remember what she said that she worked on. But you can tell that she's well-versed yeah. in this topic. But yeah, it's very strenuous. Um, you constantly have to be bending your knees, which is why that class was so mm-hmm. dreadful for me. <laughs> because it hurt to bend my knees, really. Um, but either way, the fighting looks clean. Um I hope to record some choreographed scenes later on when we're better at it. Um, and yeah, now that class is awesome. The last class that we have is script writing. Oh, no, yeah. Well, yeah, we mentioned Shakespeare, which <laughs> mm-hmm. is actually on Thursdays, but we had it on the first Wednesday. Uh, so the last one is script writing, which is actually... Playwriting. It's playwriting, which <laughs> is actually the only class that it's going to count towards a degree requirements back in the U.S. Well, the rest of the count. classes... Uh, the rest of the classes are just like uh, extra. How how am I gonna say it? Just like studio classes. Extracurriculars, you know. That they sort also of thing. count towards our degree, but not as requirements. Yeah. So it's like those extra like fluff classes you have to take. Yeah. Um, to get enough course credits in. And it counts because plate writing is quite similar, not exactly the same as script writing, but it's quite similar. And we had to take script writing this semester. Uh, at Leslie, yeah. yeah. So hopefully it will count. And uh, that one is pretty fun, actually. I really enjoy. I really it. like. That I didn't class. think I was gonna like it as much as I'm doing it, mm-hmm. because we have to write a lot, and every single day we're writing something different. Uh, but I think it's just we have quick exercises, writing ex- exercises that I found that I find them really like amusing, because mm-hmm. everything that I write, I'm feeling like I could make it into something better. Yeah. And into something like. A short a really short film mm-hmm. which is actually really interesting yeah i know for me what, what i've noticed in those exercises is, is it's not about necessarily like establishing characters and their personality types before going into the script mm-hmm. he's literally just giving us a prompt or something to sort of go off of and the way that we write how the characters speak to each other it actually inadvertently creates the world and creates yeah. the create character stereotypes for them um Almost instantly. And I think that's, I guess, probably what's different about playwriting and screenwriting. Because I feel like in screenwriting, you have the idea. And you're going through how the camera will pick it up. But in playwriting, it's really down to the characters involved. Because all you have mm-hmm. for to do a play is a stage. So you need to be able to get across the relationship, the environment, the world that you've put these characters into. You need to get that established just by the way that they interact with each other. Um, which is like such an interesting challenge. I want to be able to share more of scripts that we're working on mm-hmm. um, as we actually start writing full-on scripts. Um, but yeah, it seems like such an interesting way to write. Um, and I don't know that that class just is, sounds like amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much how our first two weeks have uh, been. 
uh, obviously we've done many different things throughout the time mm-hmm. that we've been here. Uh, and I think that's how we can close this. Uh, I do want to mention before we close out, because I know this was a huge concern with our home university, Leslie, is about COVID. Oh, yeah. um, I know COVID is still happening. Um, it's still something that's sort of like raging through every country, really. Um, I know in the UK, there's been a lot of vaccinations. I know obviously this is sort of like a hot spot for the Delta variant. Not even like a few months ago, they were in the news for that. Um, but the UK has a, a very high vaccination rate. Um, everyone in our program had to be vaccinated before coming to London, yeah. um, which I guess sort of gives this, you this like the sense of like security um, that you know everyone's already taken that step. Um, what's also interesting is we were able to actually order covid tests online through their national health system the rapid tests yeah it's a bunch of rapid tests um we're not necessarily like mandated to take a test to go to school every day um but through our provider program um through api they want us to take a test before we go on like excursions excursions with them which is perfectly fine we do an excursion about once a week and we just have to send the results like 24 hours before we go because obviously these are rapid tests um but it's pretty much just as simple as you know, just like a standard like pregnancy test, you just sort of <laughs> put your spit in, pour it in, and it gives you two lines for positive, one line for negative. Yeah. Very simple. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. People, you're you're still required to wear masks on like public transportation. Um, obviously, if you're getting like in a room full of people, like at mm-hmm. school, we are required to still wear our masks in every single class. Funny enough, um, we're not really required to wear a mask. In- for the plays, like not all of them at least. Yeah, not every playhouse is like very strict on it, but I guess it just is up to how the playhouse wants, or theater house, everyone to say it, wants their COVID restrictions to be followed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not anything too different than I feel like what we experienced living in the Boston area. Um, obviously there's some people that take it more seriously um, or less seriously even. Um, there's always people that don't wear masks on trains. Um, but yeah, overall, we try to be as safe as possible. No one in the college that I know of has come down with it. I haven't heard of anybody testing positive. Because yeah, they would have told us since we are we do end up meeting these people every week. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty good system. It's worked out well. Um, we didn't have to quarantine coming into the country. We had to take um, what's called like a day two test. Um, and you had to like pay money for that one. It couldn't just be yeah, a rapid that's test. Really expensive. Um, I think I paid like 59 pounds for mine. I bet um, around the same. Yeah. 45 maybe. So you have to like go in on your, on the second day that you're there, take a test. It's sort of like testing out of a possible quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because we're fully vaccinated, we didn't have to go straight into quarantine. Um, which was kind of nice. We could at least go, like go grocery shopping. I ended yeah. up ordering groceries anyways, which is nice, a nice service to have. But yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. I don't feel too concerned about catching it just because i feel like we've done quite a bit to keep everyone safe throughout the school all right so before we close out uh, we're gonna try to do a this conversation a little bit of places that are interesting for us here in the uk and so we've been to a couple of different places as we mentioned and trying to keep it fun trying to keep it interactive and we ended up going to different restaurants and different places by ourselves 
cosplays are actually much more accessible in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that note, we actually went to this one restaurant. It's like a dessert place kind of thing. It's called XOXO. And they do have an Instagram, so you can check them out there. It's like such a mood, such mm-hmm. a like photographical restaurant that if you go there, you have to take a photo. Yeah. So if you go into the restaurant, into the Instagram, you can see all the different photos that are taken there. They have like swings and a lot of flowers. You'll know it's the right Instagram because the entire restaurant is pretty much just a splash of pink. Yeah. Pink and green, um, neon signs like like you just said. They they have swing seats um, <laughs> where there's just these like swings of flowers wrapped around them. And you can just sit there and eat. Um, they sell waffles coffee milkshakes um i know they also sell cocktails or like virgin cocktails we haven't done that um yeah but, we haven't really because we, we really just went there for the waffles <laughs> um but i got the if anyone knows what biscoff cookies are amazing but i got the biscoff waffle with the biscoff latte <sighs> these these are huge belgian waffles pretty much just coated mm. in these delicious decadent sauces and it's it's amazing it's so unhealthy because of how sugary it all is <laughs> but it was absolutely amazing and then i got the spanish latte uh, which was amazing you just i think it's called spanish because it has condensed milk but other than that i didn't see much spanish in it it's not like the the latte started singing mariachi mm-hmm. but <laughs> and then i also got the uh, white Ah, oh, white bueno, white kinder bueno waffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really good. I was obviously expecting it to be like really, really sweet, it's which white it chocolate. was. Yeah. Uh, but because of that, it lasted me three days and yeah, well, you, not you two could days. Not finish it. But I had it for like that dinner and then next next days uh, breakfast and the next mm-hmm. days like late dinner. Yeah. Afterwards, uh, but it lasted me for those three different occasions. So if you're interested in going to this place. Uh, people really go around the city here uh, looking at the the postcode because I mm-hmm. guess the postcodes in here only uh, only like for like 50 uh, max uh, places like addre- addresses so the exact postcode for this one is NW24RA and that one is actually just of let me see this station. It's actually just of Willesden Green. Is it what it's called? I don't remember. Yes, it is. Yep. So it's just off Willesden Green uh, in the Jubilee Line in London. If anybody's interested to ever go there, and um, like I said, it's it's good prices. It's not really expensive. Um, if you want to put it in uh, American money, we spent about forty dollars, which sounds crazy, uh, but we spent twenty eight pounds. Which is a little bit, sounds a little bit not as crazy, <laughs> but people in here making pounds and spending ma- in pounds, so it's yeah. a little bit more average. Brit- British pound um, is worth more than American money, yeah. so you're you're bound to spend more than what you really want. But I promise you, it is actually cheaper compared to for like many things. At least groceries. Places. We've yeah. been grocery shopping a couple of times, and we don't spend that much for the amount of things that we buy. Uh, but anyways, we also went the first play or theater performance. I prefer saying because it's not a play; it's actually a circus. It was called Cirque du Cirque, 
and we went to it the second week that we were here and it wasn't really expensive i think it was mm -hmm. about 15 pounds yeah, or so for each ticket yeah and it was really really good everything that you expect from a circus and just like on a, like an actual stage yeah. like theater stage yeah they don't talk like the they don't have any conversations at all and so people from anywhere can actually enjoy it because mm -hmm. they don't have to understand anything and verbally wise and they have a lot of music and a lot of different performances it's really yeah there's really like um trapeze artists there is even um they somehow are able to do motorcycles swirling around in like a cage <laughs> which i did not think was possible to be on a stage doing motorcycle racing but that was something they're able to do um so it makes it kind of loud and there's like a lot of like smoke mm -hmm. effects used but it was really cool um I don't know for how long that's going to be playing I think here. it actually just left. Maybe, but it's yeah. But it's an international circus. Mm -hmm. So if ever it comes to your town, you should definitely check it out. I recommend it. I enjoyed it. Is everything you wanted from a circus minus, you know, like, I don't know, the carnival food. I think mm -hmm. that was the only thing <laughs> that could have added to the experience. Um, yeah, overall, really fun time so far. Um and then the it. first play that we went to with school, as we said, is Paradise. But if you want to know more about this amazing play, Paradise by Kate Tempest, you can definitely follow our podcast and check out our midweek episode, which is going to be posted in a couple of days. And, and we're going to be talking about Paradise specifically. Every week, we're going to be talking about different a different uh, play that we, that we were interested in. As we watched it, or as we saw it, uh, so if you're interested in uh, talking more about these different plates, plates. Oh my goodness! About <laughs> about these different plates, you can definitely check out the midweek episode. It's not long; it's about 20 minutes ish. And, and remember, we are not theater students. So this is so. all gonna come. <laughs> it's either gonna come from a filmmaking perspective of like, oh, the acting was good, and things like that. But it's not really a professional opinion. This is just Don't us. expect any academic things from us. We're just going to say if we liked it or not. <laughs> yeah. This is just us as viewers of this place, which mm -hmm. is a, something that I appreciate, actually. don't yeah. I don't have to go in a, expecting a lot. I just mm -hmm. expect a good time, you know? Uh, so, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, being with us this day. Uh, I hope you liked it, honestly. And yeah, if you want to, if you want to hear more about us and plays and different things to do in London and how our experiences are in here, and definitely follow us, and and we'll see you later. And, and cut. cut.